You're listening to Healthcare Now Radio. Stand by for this just in the latest in healthcare innovation and technology trends with your HIT advisor, Justin Barnes. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to This Just In. I'm your host, Justin Barnes. In these half-hour segments, I'll bring you the latest advancements in healthcare, strategy, innovation, and public policy. As always, we're broadcasting from the This Just In studios on the Business Radio X network, as well as the Healthcare Now radio network. And before we dive in with our special live show today, I want to take a moment and let everyone know that we'll be broadcasting the This Just In radio show again live from the Hims annual conference in Las Vegas on Wednesday, March 7th, from 10 a.m. Pacific to 2 p.m. Pacific. We'll be broadcasting from booth number 2443. So please stop by if you're in Vegas and see the show. If you're not able to make the conference this year, you'll be able to stream our radio show live at thisjustinradio.com between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Pacific, and that's 1 p.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern. We'll have another great slate of CEO, CIO, leading care providers, industry thought leaders, riveting authors, and certainly policymakers joining the show. We hope you can join us in some capacity. But for this episode, my 120th episode, I'm being joined in studio by Roberta Mullen, Editor-in-Chief of Answers Media Network, as well as the Station Manager of Healthcare Now Radio Network. So first of all, welcome to the show, Roberta. Justin, it's taken 120 shows to get me on, but here I am. (laughs) I love it. Thank you. Justin, I am so happy to be here with you today. Uh, I think that I'm going to tell the audience one thing. You have 120 shows, and I believe that myself and your grandmother are the two people that have actually listened to all of your shows. I love it. Yes, I talk a lot about my uh, 92, 93-year-old now, 93-year-old grandmother. I love her dearly. She's amazing. She's a strong I'm stalwart in my world, um, and uh, I hope she's around for many, many more years. She's very special to me. Well, Justin has some great guests, so if you have not heard all of his shows, um, go out to SoundCloud, go out to This Just In. There's all kinds of places. You cannot miss it and um, listen to some of his uh, great guests, his great conversations. But we're here to talk about Hymns 18. You are... You're going to record again live, yes. and this will be your fourth year. Yes. Um, we've been broadcasting it for every year. Yep. And my question to you, Justin, is what is compelling you to go back every year to do this? I love hymns. I think we were talking about this a little bit off air, but um, this is going to be my 17th year. I think it's going to be your ninth year. My ninth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my 17th year at Hymns Annual Conference. It's a very special time. It's where... You know, most of the movers and shakers of the industry come together and uh, we collaborate. We look to, you know, ways to uh, move our industry forward, move healthcare in general forward, and just make our country a better place. And, and boy, do we have our work cut out for us. But this is a, um, you know, this is a great time. It's very special, near and dear to my heart. I can't imagine never not attending hymns, but um, I enjoy it. And I know, uh, you know, 40,000, 45,000 other people do as well. It's getting bigger every year. And I think that's going to be the, I think we'll cap out right around 43 to 45,000 this year in Las Vegas. Well, I go as a media, I get a press pass because I'm reporting on it. And you go, why? Oh boy. You know, I think it's a, it's a, 
time where you can set a long, you know, we all have busy schedules, but it's really, it's three to four days, five days dedicated just to learning, collaborating, and, uh, and then just really working with your peers and it's kind of getting down to um, looking for solutions that we need out there, whether it's innovation, whether it's um, looking different ways to find best practices together, uh, whatever we can do to make healthcare better, make our country better. And that's what everybody there is dedicated to do. This, con- this industry um, puts a lot of our competition aside. And, and the EHR Association, one of the groups is very fortunate, and some of the other ones that I helped uh, co-found, we put all of the competition aside and we look what's best for our country, what's best for our industry, what's best for patients. And I think that's what that's what I love about HIMS. That's what a lot of people coming to HIMS does. Um, and uh, and that's why I go back every single year. So Well, let's talk about some of the things in that are going on mm-hmm. at, at HIMS. I my background's IT. And since I've been in the media world for the last nine years, um, I've kind of gotten away from the IT. And I, every year I leave hymns and say, oh, I, didn't, I really didn't get to the real technical stuff because I was too busy talking to, um, to talking to people about what they do. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, my, my big thing, and I am going to spend a lot of time there this year, is the um, interoperability showcase. Mm-hmm. And... That this year is going to be on level one. Remember that in Vegas we have two levels. Oh, yes. And don't complain about it. <laughs> Enjoy Go it. to the upper yeah. or lower level. Stop yes. complaining about That's it. That's right. <laughs> um, it's going to be on level one, Hall G, and it's booth 11955. And they have a slate of four days of some really great stuff. Tuesday, especially. Every hour on the hour, they're having a different community there. So find your find your community and go there and spend some time because you'll meet the people in the know. They'll you can talk to them, mm-hmm. you know, and and see what's going on because interoperability is what's going on. Yeah, I it's mean, central to our industry for right. sure. If we don't get it done, yeah. then we're we're in trouble. We we're, are we are in trouble. Yes, but you have some history on the showcase. Sure. So. Yeah, through the years, I've uh, been fortunate enough uh, to help actually bring the showcase to life, the HIMSS Interoperability Showcase. I was uh, a co-founder of IHE USA on the board of IHE USA, and so we are main supporters and, uh, and originators of the HIMSS Interoperability Showcase. And certainly, even as my company, Greenway, we were investors and tried to help. A lot of companies would put their dollars up to make this interoperability happen, to make sure we had this showcase. And this is where global players come to to ensure that data can flow freely between systems. And people joke about it out in the industry, like, we don't have enough. Well, if we didn't have the interoperability showcase, you wouldn't have anything. So really, this is where we would always come up. We would always test our interoperabilities. It's a great test bed. Then we can turn around later on that year and hopefully deploy it out in the real live environment. But um, but there, they come as close as you can to real life scenarios. And they test hundreds and hundreds of profiles, hundreds and hundreds of case scenarios that are real life. So you can go out there and really... Um, uh, collaborate with the best of the best. Um, and if you don't know, you can go learn. To your point, you have the best healthcare interoperability people in the world will be in that showcase. So go there, get to know them, collaborate with them, and move your company forward. Because you, you're moving our country forward, you're moving our global planet forward by doing these types of initiatives. Right. And, and like I said, on Tuesday, check out the hour that that satisfies you yeah. and meet those people because you'll never be able to meet them anyplace else. Yeah. They're, they're going to be there for you. So true. Right. From all over the world. This is not just America. This interoperability showcase represents the entire world of interoperability. Right. So Justin and I are in studio today in Atlanta. We are. We both, we both live here. Yeah. 
Um, but we actually have never done studio together before, which is, well, we've been doing this show. 120 shows. And right, but not together. <laughs> I know. Can you believe it? This is amazing that we're together, but we're going to do this more often. Okay. Once a quarter. All right. That's a promise. There you go. All right. So we cannot uh, talk about hymns without talking about our great state of uh, Georgia, the Peach State. That's right. Georgia has a pavilion every year. Georgia, USA. You can't miss it. Go uh, look up. If you see Georgia, USA and a big pizza underneath it is the Georgia Pavilion. And that this year is going to be at Booth 3261. And you have history on that, too. Yeah, sure. So I was part of the the very early days when we started that initiative. I want to say it was about seven years ago, six years ago, maybe. Uh, and I've been part of it every single year. One of the companies that I've worked for, invested in, on the board of, I have been a part of the Pavilion. They always have 10 companies. Uh, and um, these are great companies. Uh, you know, Greenway, we were still a large company even back in the early days, and, but we still bought, I made sure we bought a spot in that showcase just to, or in that pavilion just to make sure that we supported our great state. Georgia, uh, and specifically Atlanta, is a healthy tea capital of America. We have more companies than any other city now, uh, really globally even, but we say of America, but it's really the health IT capital of the world. We have over 280 companies, our health IT related, you know, each are HIT. Um, or HIT and our healthcare services in general. So it's a great ecosystem in Georgia. The Department of Economic Development, Georgia HIMSS, and the Metro Atlanta Chamber all came together, uh, like I said, about seven years ago to put this strategy together, this pavilion opportunity, and they underwrite it all, and then they get sponsorships from outside people like us to make it happen. But um, without their leadership, it would never have happened. And, and just living in the great state of Georgia, I'm initially from Boston, which is you know a great city, and initially from Massachusetts, a great state, but uh, I live in Georgia and I love Georgia now. So, Yeah, I've been um, fortunate enough every year to get down to the Georgia Pavilion and, the, and actually talk to the state and the, and the city people. Mm-hmm. They, and talk, yeah, they're and, amazing. Talking about you know, the economic development and yeah. what they're doing right. to um, push it. And <clears throat> probably the reason why Amazon's going to come here. Yeah, and, and to that point, I mean, there's people that I want to make sure we call out. David Hartnett from the Metro Atlanta Chamber is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and during this time, Chris Carr, who's now our Attorney General, uh, Chris was a Economic Development Commissioner, and he's been a good friend of mine for about 20 years now. And Chris got Chris knows economic development. He knows how to get um, the state behind in the appropriate level to encourage business, and encourage entrepreneurialism. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, again, David Hartnett at the Metro Atlanta Chamber did a fantastic job spearheading those initiatives and really getting all the right people together uh, to make all this happen. And Georgia Hymns, you know, Hymns in general, but the Georgia chapter is phenomenal. They always have been, you know, we're talking offline. I want to say they're up in the top three or four, fifth largest Hymns uh, state chapter uh, and, uh, and just a great group. And I just joined them this year on their board. Uh, but long before me, they were terrific and they're a great group of people, dedicate a lot of time. And they actually have a booth in the, in they the do. Georgia Pavilion. They so do. you can talk to them too. Mm-hmm. So, like the world right now, we're showcasing women. Yes. It is the year of the woman, I yes. believe. Yes. Um, and Hims is no different. Yes. Uh, we have the, is um, Denise Hines the North American chairperson? Is she the first woman? No, uh, Carly, um, Charlene Underwood yeah. was there a couple years ago. She was an executive. Mm-hmm. She was one of my co-founders of the EHR Association, but she was with mm-hmm. Siemens. Um, Charlene was chairperson several years, like three or four years ago, but there's been a few. But you, what you bring up, though, is Hims has always, in my opinion, been very strong supporters of women in technology, certainly women in health IT, uh, women entrepreneurship and fostering that environment. And now they're doing even a better job. So, yeah, yeah I agree with you. Well, they have some they have some great keynote speakers. Yeah. <clears throat> Don't let anybody tell you not to go to the keynotes at 
<laughs> at hymns. You know, I've read that at a couple different places. Oh, skip the, the keynotes. That person's going to inspire you. You should go. Right. You know, you can't get, be inspired by reading someone else's viewpoint of that Correct. person. Correct. Right? Well, so check out the keynotes because they're going to be good. They're, and every year they get better. And do check them out. There's, I think there's seven really top ones this year. It's amazing. So not many conferences have seven keynotes. Mm. But hymns does. It gets bigger and better every year. Mm. They're also doing a Women in Health IT networking reception, and it's going to be on Wednesday night at the Palazzo Pool. I'm looking forward to that. Carol and I are going, and we're bringing some guests, so we're excited about that. The next thing I'd like to talk about that you're really involved in, not just with hymns, is um, something called the Think Tank. Yes. And you're doing the Think Tank 3 at Hymns 18, and tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So, yeah, last year, a group of us got together. HIMSS, um, Lenovo, Center for Connected Medicine, which is with UPMC. Uh, and then, um, uh, well, actually, they just were bought out. But Sino- um, Synovus Health Communications uh, and then my personal company, Justin Barnes LLC, Justin Barnes Advisors, we all got together and created this health innovation think tank and really bringing together using basically a lot of my peers and uh, bringing together 50 thought leaders every three to four months to look at what's what strategies are in play in the industry or what initiatives. And so the, the th- first three sectors that we picked, uh, value-based care, connected health and virtual care. And so we spent the first think tank was actually in Raleigh back in June. Then we did our second think tank in October at UPMC. And now we're doing our third one here at HIMSS uh, in a couple of weeks uh, and really looking at um, what best practices do all these collaborators and these thought leaders have? In each think tank, we've been able to bring 50 together. So we brought 50 back in June in Raleigh, and then we took 25 of them and then added 25 new. So we had we keep continuity between the think tanks, and but we're always getting new ideas and vetting out all these initiatives. And so we're going to do a report out now in Las Vegas of the first two think tanks. Um, these are not open to the public. These are these are closed doors. However, all this will be published after. Um, the conference, but we've got a couple minutes today. I'll actually cover just some of the, the key things. For example, um, I'll give you a couple per uh, per topic. So, in value-based care, you know, UPMC gave a great example how they would go out into the computer their community, uh, and I'm not. You don't even have. They have very robust data, but you don't even have to have robust data because we're looking for best practice that any health system, any practice can technically do with a little bit of research, and they may even have some of it. Um, right at their fingertips. UPMC does, but they've also invested a lot and did a lot of work. But using data to allocate assets and address um, um, typologies of diseases by um, the city around them, because they're also a payer, and that's one of the trends to look at. They are a health system provider, but they're also a payer. So they actually want to look to see where cancer rates are higher, and then they actually go out there proactively. This is They're actually doing very proactive care, not reactive care. So when we think about how we see ACOs managing themselves, um, it's, uh, it's really going out there and attacking it at its epicenter, right at its core. And they're really beginning to reduce costs doing these types of strategies. So that was one of the really cool ones. That we saw, and then also um, looking at direct primary care in communities. This is a burgeoning strategy, uh, and you're going to be, you know, look out for that and seeing how direct primary care is playing a very big um, role in your healthcare now, and also how it's uh, lowering healthcare costs for individuals who actually engage it. Um, and also, another one of the best, and we have about 15 or 20 per key topic here, but another one under value-based care is really trying to encourage practices. Health systems do a 
good job at this, but really uh, providing and pushing practices to do the same is look at resource costs and look at uh, the true facility and practice costs, not just what payers will reimburse because you really got to see what your costs are to um, to begin to scale back and focus and save money where you know you need to. It's not just about deploying technology, but it's really trying to understand your costs. Um, but I know I don't want to take up too much time. I know we got a lot more to cover, uh, but, um, but those are some of the, some of the things. Connected health, um, and then also virtual care. And again, if we have more time, I'll cover some later on, but I don't want to take up too much time today. But it, this is what we're going to be covering at the Think Tank, and I'm very excited for it. So we should be looking for, after the fact, some reports from you. Oh, for <laughs> sure. We're going to be publishing a lot of our findings, um, actually doing speaking engagement. I want to say March 24th in Atlanta in, in partnership with the Georgia, um, uh, with Georgia Hymns, but I'll actually be by giving a, uh, a class uh, again, I think this is March 24th uh, here in Atlanta on the think tank, basically covering all of the 50 top best practices that all these thought leaders. We, at this point, we have almost 150 thought leaders who have contributed to these great best practices that we want everybody to be able to learn from. Um, but uh, but yeah, hopefully uh, we'll have a, we'll have a great turnout. And actually, it's March 21st um, here in Atlanta, so you can find it on the Georgia Hymns page, or also certainly my HIT advisor. I'll be publicizing that um, and we'll be reporting all that out. If you're just joining us, this is this Justin with Justin Barnes and Roberta Mullins. We're having a great special show live today regarding Hymns 18, and also a little bit of a crystal ball. What we'll see coming up at Hymns. So we've been talking about some Hymns, everything but your show. So why don't we segue into that? Sure. <laughs> you're having all day. Let's let's get the the times again. It is Wednesday, March seventh. 10 a.m. That's Pacific time because you'll be there. So Pacific time, 10 a.m., 1 p.m. If you're not there, then it's on the radio, uh, 1 yep. p.m. Eastern. 10, yep. 10 a.m. Pacific, yep. 1 p.m. Yep. And it will be for four hours. And if you're there, come and see us at booth 2443. You got it. That's right. And we have a great uh, slate of speakers. We'll probably have around 20 is where we'll end up. Um and just to give you a, a, some of some of them, and, and these are very familiar names, certainly if you've been a friend of the show uh, before, but we'll have Dr. John Halamka um, from Harvard, also Beth, Beth Israel Deaconess, and we'll be covering some of his interoperability best practices, but also talking about his new book, Realizing the Promise of Precision Medicine. Paul Serrata will also be joining him on his segment. Um, we'll have Paul Black, the CEO of Allscripts, um, Dr. Rasu Shretha, uh, Chief Innovation Officer from UPMC. He's a return guest. Dr. Halamka is a return guest. Um, also, Anish Chopra, uh, he's a return guest. Uh, these are all great friends of the show, long-term friends. He's the president of Care Journey, but also former U.S. CTO and was part of Obama's um, cabinet. But he was the very first chief technology officer for uh, the United States. He's, just he's a, a rock star. In he's a rock star. And he is. He's a lot of fun. He's always a great guest. He's got so much energy. Um, another gentleman, uh, Neil Gomes, he's Chief Digital Officer and Senior Vice President of Technology for Thomas Jefferson University and Jefferson Health. He's always a great guest. He's been on my show before. Um, very insightful, really on the cutting edge of patient engagement and uh, digital health. Uh, so he's always a wonderful guest. Dan Monroe, a good friend of, uh, of ours. I've met actually Dan through you. He's an author and Forbes contributor. He has his book, Casino Healthcare. Uh, he's a phenomenal guest. He was also on the show recently, but he just knows the history of healthcare, and I think he has a good bead on how we can constructively move our healthcare and certainly our insurance system forward. So I always look forward to his, his remarks. Um, Ed Marks, another great guest in front of the show, uh, Chief Information Officer from Cleveland Clinic. Uh, 
Ed's been a great thought leader in the industry and got a great new post. And we look forward to covering some great ground with him on his best practices and how to be a great CIO and a, just a, a true visionary for the industry. Dr. Karen DeSalvo, obviously, she's uh, been around for a long time in the industry, a great leader, former ONC coordinator, and she's now professor of medicine and population health at UT Austin Dell Medical School. She's also a new board member of Humana. So look forward to covering a couple of great perspectives with her. Um, Dr. Jim Malt, uh, the Chief Medical Officer for Qualcomm Life. Um, hopefully Farzad will be able to join the show again. He hasn't been at HIMSS recently, but um, he's a great friend and a great friend of the show. So hopefully we'll have uh, Dr. Mastashari from Alidade uh, joining us. So that's just a brief glimpse of a couple of the, the top guests that we have, but very excited about my entire um, uh, lineup. What especially do you want to find out from these, from these guests? Well, what we do is each year, in my radio show in general, should be focused on best practices and strategies to thrive and be successful, no matter what you are. My show focuses a lot on healthcare, but also just being a good entrepreneur, being a good corporate leader, hopefully being just a good citizen, being a good patient. Uh, but each of these guests are experts in their own right, in their own sector. And so what I like to do is draw out their best practices, their wisdom. What can we learn? I always learn so much from these guests, from my own shows, just because I listen to them. I don't care about my voice, but I love to hear their voice. I love to uh, hear what they have to share, how they're being successful. I want to learn from others' success and others' mistakes. And my guests are always candid. We always share what's working, what's not working, where we've been successful, where we've failed, um, and help everybody else um, be more successful, uh, run faster, be stronger, build better businesses, be better leaders. And so that's what I get out of my show and why I love it every year. The big hymn shows that you've done every year, when you've finished... Mm. Um, I'm exhausted. <laughs> besides that, when you're the yeah. four-hour flight back, yeah. uh, that you're reflecting back on it. Uh, looking down on the big picture, have your guests and the conversation always appeared to be positive that we are at some point going to get to the end and we're going to get where we're supposed to be? Yes, but that's also perspective. I think that me and along with my guests, we're all, we're eternal optimists. We know this is a journey. This journey will never end. We're also never satisfied. So we will always be pushing for better. Um, in some ways, I can tell you, I've switched over to MediShare. So I don't have the, the healthcare insurance woes that people have running around freaking out all these healthcare costs. I did, I took, I took my own advice. I took my guests' advice. I took other experts' advice. I became a true healthcare consumer. I went out there and researched healthcare plans. I knew what I was paying for on the exchange was not a good deal. I was paying $800 a month just of access to healthcare insurance. That's a joke. I'm a businessman. I'm, you know, at heart, I'm a, I just, I'm a fiscal conservative in that way. And I don't want to just waste money and throw it around because I don't think God blesses you when you just throw it around. So, I looked out and go, you know what, what can I do better? So I went and found MediShare. I paid $230 a month for my healthcare insurance. It has amazing rates negotiated with all these thousands and tens of thousands of providers nationally. Um, great dental and great prices on scripts. My scripts are anywhere from $2 to $4 to $6. I go to Costco to get most of them. So, and actually Publix on the street gives me free antibiotics when I need them. That's just a deal. So I become a true consumer. When you take, when you take that, asp that approach and you do all that research, you're going to say, I save... $7,000 a year in healthcare costs, maybe $10,000 a year. Doesn't matter how much money you have, that's a lot of money. So uh, that's, you know, so those kind of things are, you know, what I learned from my shows. And then going back and re when I reflect, I'm like, all right, 
I think we, we, we did host a great show. I'm physically and emotionally exhausted after those shows. But when I reflect back, I'm like, what can I personally learn from all of that? And that's what I took away from my last show, actually, my last year. I'm doing some deep thought and being a better consumer. So. And MediShare is available to anybody and everybody in America. They just got to do the research. It's an excellent program. Under 65. Yes, because then you get, to, you, get, right. you get Medicare, which is a good deal. Let me tell you, everybody. <laughs> well... We've got a couple, we've only got about, oh gosh, a minute and a half left or so. We only have a couple minutes, that's right. <laughs> and let's say one more time when, when your show is going to be. So Wednesday, March 7th, we'll be broadcasting 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Pacific. Uh, if you're at him, stop by booth 2443. Um, we'll, be, uh, we'll be there with, a gra- again, a great guest lineup. But also, if you can't uh, be in Las Vegas or join the show or come by uh, booth 2443, you can always log in and log on at thisjustinradio.com, and it'll go right to the live broadcast that week. So um, the, the kind of the parting, I, I want to ask you a couple mm. of questions that everybody asks, media, people, that people that have been to hymns before. If you're a first time, if a first time person is going to hymns, what's the one most important thing that they should know? Going to hymns? Yeah, give them a tip. Yeah, so I would real quickly. I would look through. Don't get overwhelmed by the size of hymns. Don't get overwhelmed with all the information. Know what you're going to achieve, and then go do your research ahead of time. That's what I do. You can you can get out of hymns what you want, but you got to put into the forethought of who do you want to meet with, um, where do you want to go, what do you want to see. And hymns does a phenomenal job of, of on their website researching all of that ahead of time, so you have your specific plan down. It'll always take you longer to get wherever you want to go because there's just so many people that you may know. Like I can't walk you know a hundred yards without seeing three or four people and wanting to shake their hands because they're just great people. We have a great industry, and so just but have a, a well laid out plan before you touch down and you'll achieve everything you want to achieve and much more. And the organizations, we, did, we didn't go over this, but Hims actually does sponsor hashtags and social media. Yeah, uh, Hims 18 hashtag Hims 18 18 is a great one. But there are several. Go out there and look at Hims official hashtags, and, uh, and they're phenomenal. But, uh, but you can learn a lot. Interoperability and blockchain are some of the new ones for this year. Interoperability has been there for a long time, but blockchain for sure. Uh, go out there and, uh, and see what Hims the, the hashtags are, and you'll learn a lot really quick. Right. If you're doing that too, use the hashtags and join that conversation. You got it. Well, we're going to see you at HIMSS, right? Yes, you certainly see me and everybody. I hope, guys, thank you very much for joining us today, Roberta. Thank you very much for joining us on air and in studio. And uh, thanks, everyone, for, again, joining us today. Please tune in weekdays, 2.30 p.m. Eastern, 11.30 a.m. Pacific to hear our latest shows. You can always track me on Twitter at HIT Advisor. You can use the hashtag ThisJustInRadio so we can respond to your comments from this show. If you missed this episode or any part of this episode, you can always find them posted out on SoundCloud, Apple iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Google Play, TuneIn. Uh, and also check out the new website that we've launched at JustinBarnes.com. Thanks, everyone. Have a terrific week. <laughs>